Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. In this episode, we'll be exploring how to hold the line through the 25 promises found in the book of Isaiah. Hello, today's promise comes from Isaiah 1, 18 to 20. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a tug of war with God. He's trying to get me over that line and I keep resisting pulling back to my way of doing things the way I want to. Like a two-year-old saying, I can do it myself. I resist the pull of God because, well, I think I know better. Have you ever been in a tug-of-war and the other side decides to completely let go? Your side is pulling so hard you all tumble to the ground. Even though the other side knows they'll lose, They think it's hilarious to see the results. It's a dirty trick. But thankfully, God promises to never let go of his end. His grace and forgiveness keep me upright, even when I pull on that opposite end with all my might. When I am weak and given to my earthly ways, God gives me grace and forgiveness. I want to resist and rebel but he works in so many ways to pull me back toward him. This verse from 2 Corinthians emphasizes that. Uh, It's Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. The context of that verse is Paul writing to the people of Corinth and sharing a constant pain he endured. He pleaded with God three times to remove the thorn in his side, which we don't know exactly what it was. And God replied that his grace is sufficient. How many times have we complained, maybe just today alone, to God to remove something from our lives? That's not to say he won't do it. But he reminds us that sometimes we must be weak to truly rely on him. I love this comment by uh, Warren Wearsby. He says, sometimes God does meet the need by substitution, like health instead of sickness. But other times he meets the need by transformation. He gives us his grace so that the affliction works for us and not against us. At times when we pray for God to remove something awful in our lives and he doesn't perform the way we expect, we then enter into that tug-of-war game. 
pulling into our own ways of fixing things ourselves and complaining or even turning our backs on God by letting go of our end of the rope. And we give in to our idols and our wants and our needs. We should remember the saying that God through grace gives us what we do not deserve. And in his mercy, he does not give us what we do deserve. So when situations do not turn as we have directed God, we need to pray to God to help us see what he wants us to see, to help us understand what he wants us to understand. In his book, 30 Life Principles, Dr. Charles Stanley says, God does not require us to understand his will. Just obey it, even if it seems unreasonable. When we allow God to pull us back toward him, he showers us with his mercy and forgiveness. He cleanses our crimson souls to be white as snow. And another covenant agreement is balanced at both ends of the rope. Have a great day. I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.